Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back, House Call community. We are here, another season. I'm telling you, you know, I know it's been a little wait. I know it has. But like I told you from the last episode, it is well worth it. We have some people stopping by the community that we've been trying to get for a little while. Everybody we've been trying to get for a little while, huh? I know, right? So we're finally getting these schedules together and making sure that we can sit down and have a wonderful conversation and connect some dots here. So today, I'm going to let you introduce who we have here. Oh my goodness, see, she didn't prepare me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we are very excited to be in the Thank you for inviting yes, us here to yes. record. But we are here with Ben and Jenny Milton. I have known them now. Is it okay if I do a full Yeah, song? sure. Uh, it's sure. your show, man. So this is 2018, Care of the Two. I've known y'all since 1988. Yeah. When I first, wow. yeah, first went up to Pennsylvania High School. Oh, my well, no, goodness. No, you, you came in No, I came in 90. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've known each other two so, years later. Yeah, but, yeah. So here we are all these years later. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm finally getting a chance to meet you guys face-to-face because I've heard of Ben and Jenny. Mm. I don't know how long. Did we not <laughs> meet you at alumni? She did, but, but that was... That was a while ago. It was a while ago. I was going to say, because I haven't been to alumni And the kids were little. We can't drag you back anymore. I'm still working on it. You're coming. coming. Oh, my gosh. Well, (laughs) we're here because you guys have a unique and wonderful story. And we do this all the time, sometimes in the community, where we kind of do some special conversations. They may not be as traditional as our community is, you know, expects or used to, but we know that they're going to get some great information and nuggets and be able to start connecting some things in their own lives. And so this conversation is kind of the continuation of the series that we did about two years ago, actually now. It's called Having a Baby. And we did some we did some conversations about if it's not happening right away. Mm-hmm. And so we talked to a chiropractor. We talked to an acupuncturist. Um, we talked to an OB. And Wendell was having this brainstorm about, well, you know, what if you do all of that? And then... It still doesn't work. It still doesn't work. <laughs> and I would like to say it this way. What if you decide or realize that your baby's born in your heart? Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. And who better to have that conversation than with you guys? Because you guys have had some beautiful children that have born in your hearts. Absolutely. And so we want to have this conversation with you guys about um, when you, when your children almost choose you mm-hmm. and when you choose your children. Gotcha. Is that okay? Yeah. Can we have that conversation? I'm going to cry. We're not even getting started. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We, like we said, we can. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I know that they're, they're, the big, big question is um, what, well, 
I'm going to I'm going to slow myself down so that my mouth okay. can catch it with my brain. <laughs> when did you guys come to the point where you decided, okay, this is where our journey is taking us to have children not in the non-traditional way. So either foster care and then adoption that way. Can you tell us a little bit about how did you come to that part? Um I wanted to have kids right away and he did not. And I tried to have kids without him knowing it. <laughs> and that led to some anger. Um, and then we both agreed in 2000 that we were going to try to start a family. Okay. And it didn't work. It it just, it wasn't happening. And mm-hmm. so um, we started going through the infertility process. Mm-hmm. And um, I know, it was probably a year maybe about a year that we did IUIs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, that was a nightmare. (laughs) Wow. IUI. IUI. Intrauterine insemination. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little different. So if if I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, sure. So when I like to be able to put the science in it, what it is is that it's where they will inject the semen into, through the cervix, into the uterus Mm -hmm. directly. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like a natural cycle. Mm So they've stimulated, you know, know when you're going to produce an egg and it's trying to, you know, actually get the sperm there at the same time. Right. Because it's all a, it's all a timing issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's a straight timing issue. Yeah. So go ahead. You've done a couple IUIs. Yeah. So we, we did that. It ran its course Mm -hmm. and they finally were like, look, (laughs) this isn't working. You're going to have to go to the next step. So, Mm um, we went, (laughs) We went to the IVF, uh, we called and, and there was like an eight month wait or something. And we finally got there and, um, walked out of the elevator, introduced myself and they said, Oh, sorry, we dropped your insurance today. <laughs> I turned to Ben and he goes, honey, I got this. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. So, so we had waited eight months to get into this place, told them what our insurance was. And they were like, yeah, of course we take that insurance. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then the day that we were there for our very first appointment, they no longer they were like, insurance. sorry, but we don't take that insurance anymore. You know, it's however many thousand dollars or whatever. To, so I called, to come here. I called my IUI doctor and I was just in tears and like, I can't wait another eight months. You right. Know? Like, what are you going to do? And she said, well, there's another doctor. I don't know if you want me to say his name. It's up to you. Okay. However comfortable um, you are. He's, he's across the street and he has an opening. He takes your insurance. You can go over there right now. And so we went over there. He's private practice. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah, we started, we started that day. Wow. Um, he, I mean, he was considered, I guess, one of the top ones, mm-hmm. um, IVF doctors in the DC area at the time. I, I haven't kept up with him, so I don't okay. know, but, um, we went through three cycles of IVF. Um, the first one, I was um, hyperstimulated, uh-huh. and they he he told me like, "This is what it looks like if you're hyperstimulated." And uh, like the next day, we were in the car, and I I was like, "Pull over now!" And he was like, "Why?" And I was, I just opened up the door and just vomited yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and um, we're like, "Yeah, but." You know, you, you're good. You, you just threw up. You're fine. And then the next day, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and, you had full blown yeah. overstimulation syndrome. Yeah. So, 
Go ahead. Part, oh, well, part of it is, so now you're getting ready for where they're going to actually stimulate your ovaries to produce mm-hmm. a lot of eggs at, a, yes. at one time. And it's very painful. And it's very painful. And they're going to harvest the eggs, mm-hmm. and then they're going to put them aside. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get the semen, they'll get the sperm, and they'll put them together outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they get to a certain embryo stage, mm-hmm. then they implant them in the uterus. So what happens is, let's go back, kind of go back to some of the, I'd say let's go back to school kind of thing. So for women, when you have, I, this, is, this is the analogy I give. Mm-hmm. So your estrogen, it makes the grass grow tall, mm-hmm. okay? And that's from uh, follicle-stimulating hormones. So follicle-stimulating hormone comes from the brain, and it tells the ovaries, hey, it's time to make an egg. And the ovaries go, okay, and they wake up, and they're producing estrogen that also stimulates the uterus to grow nice, fluffy grass. And then you also have progesterone that's waiting to kind of holding the gate closed where the lawnmower is to see, okay, do we mow the lawn this month or do we not? Gotcha. Do we hold it closed? And so when follicle-stimulating hormone finally gets this signal and says, let an egg come out, one egg comes out, and if the sperm's there, there's fertilization. Right. Progesterone says, oh, I'm supposed to hold the gate. There come, there's going to come somebody down here, going to land on a nice fluffy grass. Well, when we give you hormones with IVI, they're stimulating a lot of eggs at the same time. So the ovaries get big yeah they can get painful Very. <laughs> you can rupture i mean it's just it's this it's whole... like he said that my ovaries looked like grapes yes yeah. yes and then instead of one it was grapes, grapes. <laughs> it was this whole like cluster and that if you get over stimulation that that is a medical emergency yeah. you have to go in and there like her breathing can can be affected i was basically you know. going into um congestive heart failure yeah because yeah. that, there was so much fluid, fluid. in me, mm-hmm. and it was pushing on my heart, and I couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I was in and out of consciousness. And oh my god, they didn't. We had told them that we had just gone through an IVF cycle, and I don't know if they didn't believe us or not, but they kept on like, we don't know, what, we don't know what to do with her. We don't know what's going on. We we think we might have to admit her. Oh my gosh, she's going to die. And Ben's sitting here listening to all of this. Oh my word! <laughs> and then they would they would ask like. Well, which ovary did you stimulate? And I'm like, you wow. stimulate okay. both of them. He gives me a shot in my butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell it. Okay, go to the right. Go to the right. 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 Oh, my. Ben was like. <laughs> I was like, seriously, like, now, now is not the time that I have to give you medical <laughs> lessons about this. Like, this is not making me feel better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was frightening. It but was, it was, was oh so God. scary. Yeah. And there was so much fluid in me. They thought I was pregnant and they kept on asking me, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, I am not pregnant. It's like, they didn't even like, they weren't able the, the sperm was, uh, or the egg was impenetrable. So when they put it in the Petri dish, they couldn't even get uh, anything to grow. Wow. So they didn't, you know, put it back in me cause right. it was dead. Um, but they kept on like, oh, we think we hear a heartbeat, and oh, let's. And I'm like, I am not pregnant. Oh my goodness! Like the whole oh point they're either here is because she's not, <laughs> not pregnant. pregnant. Like, oh yeah. my god! Like, do you understand? Like, we can't have sex during this time because right, you exactly. Know, it's got to be you timed, and yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's real strict about what you can do and can't do, and and the timing of everything. So it it was awful. It was a horrible experience. The very first one that we yeah. did, yeah. And the fact that we did more well, just we, says how dumb yeah. we are. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> like we should have just taken that as the stop sign right there. Because we, we asked, we were like, like okay, we'll yeah, what do you, what do we, where do we go from here? And he was like, okay, well, next time we're going to do Ixy. And oh, and that I forgot what that. That's, is. that's where when, you, they slice. They, the, no, uh, no, no. They isolate oh. a sperm and they actually inject, inject the sperm, the sperm yes. into, right. the yeah. into the egg. Like so they, super cheap. They impregnate. Yeah, I had yeah. nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> I was barely involved in this process. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Um, okay. So that was the second time, but the second time they also changed medications, and so the second time is when it was like that really thick yes. honey uh-huh. like shot. Injection, yeah. And he would inject me in the butt and then like it would welt up. It was so painful. And we think that he must have nicked my um, sciatic, sciatic nerve, nerve yeah. at one point because I still get phantom pains from it. Or I'm just walking along and all of a sudden I'm like doubled over. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Oh like, we really should have taken the lesson from the first one, but we didn't. So, well, the second one survived in the dish for well when they went to put it back in yeah um they weren't going to and they said well we're gonna put three of them in because three of them survived and they might do better in you rather than the petri dish Uh uh um the insurance will only pay if you do the um insertion oh the in vitro. Yeah. If okay. if you don't, if he didn't put the eggs in me, they don't count that because you only get three tries uh, for the insurance and then you're on your own. So anyway, that didn't work. Okay. Um, and I mean, we, we had, we were planning, you know, yeah. triplets and wow. all sorts of things. And so that didn't work and that was heartbreaking. And then you know the doctor just went right into it okay well that didn't work and now we're gonna try this and i'm like whoa whoa i'm not sure i want to try right this. right right um because you know we still had to pay some of it too mm-hmm. and we couldn't go through the next cycle until well he wouldn't he wouldn't do the procedure until we paid off the other two well he didn't oh. tell us that until we were already like involved in the le- cycle. yeah like the next day we were supposed to do the retrieval <laughs> And we're like, okay, we just did all this medication and you just, you know, I've got, my eggs are ready to go. I, you know, we got to figure something out. So. We figured it out. Wow. We just, we just paid it. <laughs> um, cleared out our bank account, paid it. <laughs> there you go. And um, the third one was promising. They did um, assisted hatching. So they did ICSI and assisted hatching. Wow. And that's when they actually crack, not crack, but like, um start the the hatching process mm-hmm. so that it will start to grow mm-hmm. um and we got to a morula stage oh and which looks like a mulberry it's mm-hmm. you know it divides like two four yeah. yeah so it was it was the best one it, he showed us a picture of it uh-huh. and it just looked like somebody had blown bubbles in a right and um he said unfortunately the day that we had come in it had started to die oh. so um so he didn't even try to, 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 to implant. Yeah. Okay. And um, we were heartbroken. I was heartbroken. I was yeah. t- devastated. Yeah. And he said, from here, um, you got to try donor sperm because that's easier than donor egg. Wow. Um, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easy yeah. for a guy to that's get true. a sperm. But with, for a girl, you yeah. know, you've got to go through the, the whole. whole yeah, because yeah. even donors have to go through the stimulation. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And to get their eggs harvested. So I was like, I'm not comfortable with donor sperm. 
And, you know, I had my sister, my cousins, my best friends, like all these girls were like, I'll give my eggs. And Ben was like, I am not having a child with your sister. (laughs) I said, honey, you. (laughs) I mean, I understood the logistics. (laughs) Understood. But I. But, you know, and I had to respect his decision. He respected Mm -hmm. mine. And so at that point, we were just like, okay, I guess we're done. Um, Mm -hmm. And by then, my body had gone through so much. Yeah. um, With all the chemicals Mm -hmm. and all the stuff Mm -hmm. they were putting in me. And And the stress. Stress. Mm -hmm. So how long has the process been at this point? um, Well, it was about a year with the IUIs. And the IVF was like, I want to say a year and a half, two years. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a three-year process. About three years. Um, yeah, that that takes a toll. Yeah, that takes yeah. a toll on you physically, mentally, emotionally, all, emotionally, yeah. all of it, all financially. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so at that point, we were like, okay, and and we started going through to like counseling. Mm. There was like some infertility group mm. that everybody there was going through infertility, okay. and okay. Um, I'm not sure how much that helped. I feel like. It was just harder because they were getting pregnant and we oh. weren't, you know. Um, Some of them. There was a couple who didn't. There was a couple couples who who were still having problems and stuff like that. And that, Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of ended up becoming a little bit of a complaint session gotcha. <laughs> ultimately gotcha. of like this is just yeah. the worst thing ever. And finally, I was just like, I'm not getting any value out of this. Like uh-huh. this isn't helping me. Right. This is just making me even more resentful, more bitter about what's going on so yeah I, I was like let's just not do this anymore okay. let's just stop and so we did and then i uh, even went the route of like you know going to church and having them anoint me and pray mm-hmm. over me and thinking you know i just need to pray hard enough mm-hmm. um and it, it just nothing worked and you know every time i'd see a little kid i'd just start right, crying right. And, um so we decided that maybe we would adopt from kazakhstan I don't know why we chose Kazakhstan. I was gonna say, okay, okay. <laughs> um, is that the Borod country? Yeah. No. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Actually, it's okay. like it's like <laughs> he wasn't out yet. China, okay. Russia. Okay. Hadn't okay. Yet. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Um, but so we finally, you know, we got some money together, and we were in the process of doing all the paperwork and stuff, uh-huh. and Kazakhstan closed. Like. Nobody from America can adapt from Kazakhstan. Unlike the day that we were going to sign the documents. Dude, what? Okay. I mean, like, Come it's on, just like, yeah. okay, I guess we're not doing wow. this either. Like, <laughs> it was so frustrating. I remember just being so frustrated with the whole process. And it was so hard because Jenny, and I knew this, like Jenny lives for kids. You know, she yeah, grew up yeah. like loving kids. She became a teacher, got her master's degree in teaching. Amazing kids worked as has worked as a nanny. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, she's phenomenal when it comes to kids. Like it's her heart and soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, eh, I like kids. They're fine. <laughs> I'd rather have a puppy. True. And it's true. So it was like really difficult to go through this process mm-hmm. and see her yeah. heart being broken over and over. Yeah. Like it's being broken like for like four years now because like yeah. the right. even the adoption process. Like we didn't come to that decision right away. There was a couple months and then uh-huh, a couple months of like, uh-huh. all right, let's go check it out and, and do some research. Right. And then okay, I guess this is it. And then you start. Oh no! So we're like four years into this process of like we're just like getting our faces kicked in over yeah, and over yeah. and over again about wanting a kid. And it was really hard to watch Jenny go through that because, I mean, like, you can just see her just, like, 
getting more and more mm-hmm. disappointed and we're both just kind of like, I'm just worn out by this. Mm-hmm. This isn't fun. Like, I, you know, this is not how I imagined life working out when mm-hmm. I said I was going to get married and mm-hmm. you know, better or worse, but I'd like a little more better, better. at right, this point right, in time. Right, right, right. So, and I think there was also a time factor because I wasn't getting any younger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, that uh, biological uh, clock kicks in, man. And, you know, I, I, well, I thought it was that. a joke until I saw it. And you mm-hmm. could just see Jenny, like, in the back of her mind, like, counting down every day of, like, oh, I'm another day closer to not having a kid. I'm another day closer to not having a kid. I'm another day closer to not you having know, a kid. You know, and meanwhile, your friends are, yeah. you know, getting mm-hmm. pregnant left and right. I'm mm-hmm. like, I we... Right. Really? You have sex and you have kids? Right. Right. We, I mean, we've basically had sex in front of doctors and not had kids. So. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you got some folks who their husband sneezes on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And I have cousins like that, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, my sister, she was adopting from China. And my brother, who never was going to have kids, was having a daughter. And it was just, you know, it just felt like. One thing. Yeah. You know. Just, gut, just gut, you know, yeah, you're up yeah. on the ropes. Yep. Yep. No. And you're just like, really? Really? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. So uh, I quit teaching and yeah. I became a nanny to mm-hmm. kind of fill that void. Gotcha. Um, and, and in that process, you came to me one day and said, hey, I have an idea. I was reading a magazine and I had seen like one of those foster moms in a magazine and she had like 25 kids. And I was like, oh, man, that's what I want to do, you know. <laughs> We didn't know. I mean, you know, there's that secret that they don't tell you. I wish you guys could have seen twenty-five kids. Oh my gosh! I wish you guys could have seen the head roll and the eye roll that just happened. Oh my god! Even when you say now, it frightens. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! So you see, so I was yes, I was inspired by it, and I was like, wow, this is you know, we were going to adopt a child and help one child, but if we fostered, we could help so many more children. This is a great pitch, by the way. (laughs) Like you work for the for the agencies now, yeah. So so tell so I know people are saying, okay, so what's the difference? I mean. What what's the difference between fostering a child and adopting a child? Like huge difference. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's there's this huge yes. huge difference. So you're now seeing, "Oh, we could foster a child." Correct. What would that entail? That in or our children, because yes, you're, yes. you're looking yeah, at Jenny's this 25. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, she conveniently looking. left the picture of the 25 yes. kids out of the pitch. You'll to you. notice. Yes. The pitch to you. Ah. Yeah. It's, it's not only can we help one kid, uh-huh. but we can help many, many. kids over oh. a long period of time. That's like showing the picture of the new car and cutting out the price. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. What do we have to do to get you into 25 kids <laughs> today? <laughs> <laughs> is exactly how I felt after that pitch when I realized what Well, happened. and to be fair, he did say no. He was like, there's no way we're doing that. Wow. And it just took foster a, care. Yeah. No way. I was not okay. interested. In and because what? Now, what does that entail? Okay, so foster care. What yes. does foster care entail? So foster care is um, children who have been either abused in some way, shape, or form. Um, physically, mm. mentally, emotionally, um, neglect, uh, mm. you know. Family members, you know, family has died. Right. If the they, state has like if they're an orphan or, you know, I mean, that's a part of, that could be a part of it. Okay. But 
Um, it's usually a child who is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. who has been abused in some mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, you act as a family to that child until the court decides if their birth family, um, has proven that they can be good parents again, oh. um, in, in which, you know, then they return to their birth parents and okay. everybody prays that it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can be in the foster system multiple times correct correct okay correct. and that is often the case and okay. as a matter of fact it was in the 80s they believed that um a child should not bond with foster families and so they would move a child every x amount of years or no months or, or months. months just to make sure that this child did not bond with you so to make sure that they were more bonded with their family um, yeah, I missed the logic on that. One. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Well, the lo- the logic, the thought behind it at the time was the goal is reunification. We want these kids to go back with their parents, and we don't want them to fall in love with these oh. new families so much that they don't want to go back mm. with their parents. But you're now depriving the, yes. a human right. and being that's the error of human that. Right. interaction. Yes. But they, but they didn't make that connection until they already. Broke a, whole, ruin, yeah. broke, broke, broke a whole broke yeah, a whole generation, generation of, of children yeah. right yeah. yeah right okay okay um, so I they mean, figured that out and by the time we got involved the, the idea was still reunification it's okay. a, the goal is always reunification oh, but okay. let's get these kids in a stable safe mm-hmm. loving environment as as good of a close close to a home environment as we can possibly provide okay. and then clinton had made the rule that you know it has to be quick and timely. You can't keep a child in foster care for years and years and years and years and years. And so I think it's like two or three years. The is goal the is, max. yeah, the goal is to have a resolution to the case within two years. Yeah. Wow. And resolution means back. You, with either they their are back family, with their family, or, or they are switching to, to adopt a kid. They, okay. they, they become yes. available to okay. adopt. Okay. So, um, so when I presented this to Ben, he he didn't want to do it because he said we're going to get too attached to the children. And then they're going to take them away from us. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I am a nanny right now, and I'm attached to these children, and I know that they're not mine, so I can do this with foster kids. And he was like, okay. And I was like, you said okay? We're on it. Such a shill. <laughs> I'm such a shill. I'm so bad. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. Just keep, the yeah. Just keep this guy away from telemarketers, because he'll buy anything. She's like, go to the room really quick. Right exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I like, I, you know. I'm not proud of this podcast. I'm going to be honest it's with okay. you. I'm not feeling great about myself as we hear this story. No, we're going we're gonna to make you shine. Yeah. We're going to make you shine. Yeah, yes, exactly. so I we, come into my own later in this story for those of you waiting. So we went, uh, you have to go to initial meeting and they, okay. you know, is this for you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, it's for me. I'm going to have a kid. And Ben was like, no. This is not for mm-hmm. me. Nope. Uh, but but we did you did for me mm-hmm. um, basically yeah that's what that came and down so to after that initial meeting you have to wait like a month or two and then every you start training. yeah then you start training uh-huh. and it's like 
once a week, twice a week, you go to these meetings. Okay, so back so up you have to from, get my, from my education, yes. like, where are you going to? Let's go okay. as basic oh. as yes. that. County. Yes, because like, go to the county. You don't this, have we to. Didn't, yeah, we did. We went we to the went county. To the count- we went to the county. The when you say the county, um, like, literally, Department where are you going? of Social Services. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. So, um, and you say, I'm here. I'd like to be I'd a like foster parent. I'd like to be parent. a foster parent. Right. Show me to the line I need to stand in. Yeah. And get the paperwork and know where to go next they, what they do is they have like uh recruitment meetings if oh. you will and that's what the, the first that meeting we went to one. yeah that was like we're gonna introduce you to the idea of what foster care is and and give you some ideas of like all the different types of foster care there are and what you can okay. do and how you can be involved in foster care and we need foster parents and they had milk <laughs> and cookies at these meetings they really butter pretty you much now they got me yeah they had me <laughs> that's how they got me in. they make it sound so wonderful and that you're so needed and which you are Absolutely. don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. you are yeah but um so yeah, so, so we did that, and then you just there. fill out a form of like, yeah, I am interested. Get you know, please contact me, and then they like, contact a you couple and say, weeks later, hey, this is when the classes are. It's three times a week for three or four hours a night. Geez. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they give school. you, yeah, cool. they give you a, a, a for a, a month, three and ring you do binder. it for like a month or something like yeah, that. And yeah, and you just go through the binder. At this point, do you have to come out? Anything financially? No. Do you have to pay anything? No. Okay. Not no. at all. Not to, um, be a, not to be a foster parent for uh, the, the county. county government. You can I don't do think it the, private. Yeah, there are private services, mm-hmm. but I don't think you even have to pay. You don't pay for that either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because cause you're you're the one providing the service. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not paying. Okay. There's nothing out of pocket at, at this point in, in the, in the mm-hmm. scenario. So we did the training. Which and it's like how to be a parent, and you're like, duh, like, like you know, yeah, like I, yeah. you should have given this to the to the, to the kid, yeah to the kids' parents. Like that seems like <laughs> right. maybe keep them something clean, you should give do. Them spaghetti right, right. Right. Yeah. When they change cry. their diapers yeah. once in a while. Like, and it was like that basic wow. level teaching. Like it was real. Like I'm like I learned this in home ec class, and I didn't yeah. pay attention in home ec. Right. Class. Yeah. We Here's all a- had the little egg. Right? Yeah. yeah. The bag of right? flour. Yeah. My yeah. egg survived, by the way. Mine did yeah. not. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, It was an accident. Oh. It was a tragic accident for That's my another egg. show. We <laughs> got to <laughs> You didn't think to boil a new egg? <laughs> See? <laughs> now you tell him. <clears throat> he wasn't with me then, so. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I didn't want the kid to begin with. Like, I, <laughs> oh, I'm not, I hate it. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, what, why do we have this to do so the dumb. egg? Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I didn't get paired up with the girl I wanted to be paired up with. So I you didn't just really, killed the baby. Yeah, I was just <laughs> like, whatever, <laughs> egg drop. My bad. I'm, I'm out the door, babe. <laughs> We had so many girls that... They had to pair up? Well, you could be a single mom. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> were you, okay. Were you I a, was single a single mom? mom. Yeah. That makes sense now. <laughs> this is at our school? You could do that at the school yes, you went to? Yes. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Not my class. <laughs> the times have changed. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I'm, okay. I'm <laughs> Back on slight, the rack. <laughs> so, so now you, you go through your classes yes. and... All that. So you get certified, when, and they go, "We need foster parents so bad. Like there is a crisis. We need foster as parents." As soon as you get your license, license we're going to be calling you we, within hours. We have placements hmm. just waiting for you. So, I think all right, I, I think I this is awesome. This is going to be great. We're ready to go. Okay. I mean, Next we day. had, I had, got, you know, we had collected things. We, you know, we were, we're telling all of Did our friends and family. Did they tell you what age group that you? You would get to be? choose. You, you get, get to choose. Oh, okay. Oh. You, you get to choose age group, uh, sex, sex, race. race. 
uh, level of difficulty of care, yeah. mm. um, like whether or not you'll deal with um, like terminal kids or not, um, really? kinds of transmutable disease, like if you like AIDS. Yeah. Like I didn't want like at the time. I didn't want to have to deal with AIDS um, or um, uh, terminal kids or terminal. Kids. I think okay. those are the only. Rest- and we okay. put an age restriction, age. like we said, newborn to three four or, or four, three or four, okay. or something like that. Okay. And then uh, the phone rang like within never. the never no the phone never rang it was months and so it, it <laughs> months we, yes yeah nobody yes. was more surprised than us yes I was like what is wrong with <laughs> us what did we do like like okay I wasn't the best student in that class but like come on like you need somebody to take care of these kids right like that's what you were telling us we finally just decided okay we're gonna go to Las uh, Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah, we went to we went to Arizona and met up with my our friends, and yeah. then we went to Las Vegas to have a last like hurrah because we were like, this isn't going to happen. I mean, come on! <laughs> wow. Now, while we were there, Ben got sick in Vegas, and um, this is September now, and we get no, home. It was August. It was August. It was late August. I got sick. We got home, and I got you- really, really sick, and ended up in the hospital. Yeah. And they took my gallbladder out. Well, they tried to. No, what do you mean they tried to? Well, <laughs> they. <laughs> You're talking they, to they, a He needed, he needed his right. gallbladder they took the out, whole thing out. But his, there was still bile in the ducts. Uh, no, there was. It was a stone. No, it was bile. Okay, there was something. Anyway, they couldn't until they got that fixed. Oh right, right, right. No, my kidneys were failing. My Wait, kidneys. What? <laughs> yeah. My kidneys were infected, and I was having a real. They, they Your were liver like, had stopped altogether. Yeah, I was. I was. You were in complete organ failure. I was getting there. Yeah, I he was a coded mess. in front of me. Yeah, it was bad. He turned blue, and he coded. Well, that was and from I the pulmonary the embolism. Yes, though, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad trip, man. Wait, <laughs> it was a bad. This trip. is a whole nother episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He yeah, was in. Was he crazy. ended up in the hospital for weeks, and I. Okay, yeah. this is after you guys have said we have our certificate. Yes, they're going to. We've call waited us. six We've or waited, seven blah, months blah, blah, blah. at that so point. So now you go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you. I get sick. I get like all die. When we get mm-hmm. back, yeah. When we get back, I all of a sudden get like really, really violently ill. Wait, so you came back here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get all of this happens here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you were sick there. Yeah, I wasn't feel. I wasn't feeling good there. And on the way and back, flying back, you're like, John, I just don't feel good. And we we're like, Oh, you ate too much. You know? Right. Yeah, you've been drinking all yeah. week and whatever. And then I get home and I'm like, No, I really don't feel good. Like I am in serious. He was in the get shower, me to the hospital just right now from the pain. <laughs> so she rushed me to the hospital and then they, they admitted me right away. And then one thing led to another. Blah 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 yeah. blah. Like three weeks later, I was I won't tell you what out. hospital it was. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, was, it didn't have a great time there. Well, his mother and I refused to leave him after that. After he coded, and they were like, "Oh no, he's just cold." <gasps> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Then they took him to go get like an MRI or something, and they had to put oxygen on him on the stretcher. Cause, yeah, because my one lung had the PE in it. And so, so, so they the stretcher they put him they, on the stretcher and his oxygen's falling again. I said, um, his oxygen is falling again. He's turning blue again. They're like, no, 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 he's fine. He's on oxygen. They did not fill the oxygen tank. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. We're coming yeah, back. Okay, we'll come <laughs> back to that. Oh yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. Anyway, okay. Oh my God. Long story short, so he comes home from all of this. 
much thinner on blood thinners. Yeah. Weaker. <laughs> Weaker. Um, Still and, having problems breathing. And on uh, September 11th, 2009, um, we got a call, like right when he got home, like maybe a couple it? days later. Um, it's about hey, a week, about we, a week later. We have a little boy. Um, they told me that he was 12 months old. That he was 12 months old and that um, uh, they didn't really tell me a lot. They just said that he wears an eye patch and um, he that he's seizures. on seizure medication. Yeah. That's all they told me. Um, and I said, okay, well, I think we want him, but let me just check with my husband. And so I called Ben and Ben was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? No, at first you were like, seizure medication. I don't know if we can deal with seizures. And mm. I was like, honey. This is the, the first, first one call. in, like, forever. <laughs> like, this is our one chance. Like, I feel like if we don't take it, like, we blew it. Like, yeah. we're off the team. So, uh, yeah. So, we told them. I we were like, yeah. okay, okay. We, we'll we got it. this. So, Ben, I couldn't get off early. Um, so, Ben did. And he met them at home. And um, they placed Aiden in your arms. Mm-hmm. And he was... He was 16 months, not 12 months. Mm. Like, everything they told us was totally off. Except for the seizures. <laughs> he did. He was having seizures, but they made us believe that he was having, that he had epilepsy. Or something to that or effect. Or something to that yeah. effect. And it wasn't until weeks later that we had gone to doctor's appointments, listened to the parents talk. That we started to, to piece together <laughs> what was going on. We started to realize that um, he had shaken baby syndrome, and that's why he was having seizures. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, they didn't tell us. They didn't tell us anything. They we didn't even know until months later that um, he wasn't even allowed in daycare, and that's one of the reasons that they chose us was because I was um, a nanny and I could take him mm. with me. Versus, you know, what are we going to do with you know a kid who can't go to daycare? So what happens when, when you get the kid, backing up the story a little bit and kind of giving the, the what happens yeah. through that process is you get a call from your social, you have a social worker that uh-huh. that is assigned to you and, and she's the caseworker. And so they have all these cases that come in and they just kind of like dole them out to the social workers uh, you know, on a workload, try to keep everybody's workload the same. So mm-hmm. luck of the draw, she just happened to get this specific case. Our name was in the system as somebody you know that met all the criteria that we said we would do. He was under the age of four. Didn't matter if he was male or female. It wasn't Black a terminal white. case. It, you know, so, okay, let's call them and see if they can take it. And they just go right down the list until mm-hmm. they find somebody to take yeah, because another friend of ours from from the training mm-hmm. had just turned him down because she uh, had they another had another placement. placement. That they mm. had so yeah. you, you know they just they're just looking for a warm body to take wow. these kids through that process, and it sounds rough, and that's because it is. But they they literally do have like so many cases, mm-hmm. like you know all the social workers that we've talked to. I don't think I've ever heard them have less than twenty or th- twenty to thirty kids. At a time that yeah. they're trying what? to juggle all the different placements right. and where they're at and where and they are requ- in the court yeah. case. And they've, they've got to come and visit with these kids they're and they've required. got to document yeah. all this stuff. So the social workers and court and- are like dealing with the social workers is super frustrating as a foster parent, but they have just an awful, awful job. Mm-hmm. Like they're really mm-hmm. stuck in the middle uh, of the entire system because mm-hmm. the courts, the courts are mandated by law to try and reunify. And the social work system is 
demanded by their policy of to try and reunify. And the foster parents are trained to do everything we can to provide a safe home and, and safe thing so that when reunification mm-hmm. happens, it's as easy as possible. Wow. So you've got um, all these different moving pieces that have to line up just right so that this whole reunification can yes. occur. Yes. yes. And when they're waiting to place the children, what? where are they? What type of environment are they in? Are oh, they they're usually at the office. Or? They're usually yeah. at DHS. Just Department sitting. Of- yeah, just sitting at the social worker's yeah. desk or... Uh, in the and they may office. not. They may not eat. Um, that they may take them down to the cafeteria and get them something. The good um, social workers will be like, we'll grab a McDonald's or something yeah. like that. And, um, um, some of the kids come them. to you with nothing. We had a, a little boy that came to us, and he he was in a body cast, and he came to us with a diaper. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Other, no clothing at yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> um, other kids will come with like a like Aiden they'll, came they'll with, with a trash bag. They'll take a trash bag when they get them out of the house with the cop. Like the cops will go with them with the, yeah. the caseworker. They go in, they physically remove the kid and the caseworker will just in grab stuff that they see laying they see. around. Like, like, okay, well, this is underwear. This is clothes. These are pants. These are shirts. Yeah. Okay, here's a toy. Well, let's go. If you're lucky, there's a toy. A lot of times not. All right, this is a lot. Uh, do y'all have any idea how many kids are we talking about? Hundreds. Let's just say in this area. Hundreds. I would say. Wow. I would say more than that. Who are probably today still waiting. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking about in Montgomery County where we live. Yeah. Hundreds. Again, and and you know, it goes from county. It goes from state to state, and it goes from county to county. Mm -hmm. Um, Things can be different. Right. So we're just talking about what happens in Montgomery County. Right. Um, It is hard to cross state lines as well. So, for example, my cousin in Massachusetts had her daughter put up for well put in foster care but nobody told us about it because it crosses state lines Mm. so unless like somebody in my family had said you know Mm -hmm. would you foster your second cousin you know Uh, we had no we had no idea (laughs) yes and then you have to get the training from there it's 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 a big mess it's a big mess yeah and the states don't like to let kids cross state lines because if something goes wrong it's difficult to deal with financially it's just very complicated yeah Yeah. so there's a lot of moving parts in it so when we get when you get the kid they come with whatever they come with and they just kind of hand them to you Aiden was amazing he came with a car seat he came with a box of diapers and like four duffel bags full of clothing we were like score wow <laughs> yeah, it was amazing yeah especially as as time went on and we had more cases and we realized oh that's not no, the norm. no that's not yeah. the norm. that's not norm at all that was Mm-mm. super amazing um then it was mm-hmm. and it was good that he did um since it was our first case like we really okay. didn't know what what to expect yeah um and they give you what's called a passport which is basically a, a legal piece of paper that says you're the guardian of the kid so that you can take them to hospital visits. Mm. And, and there's a like very that. minimum, minimum um, family history. Mm. Like you get their legal name and, yeah. and like a real, real super brief medical history. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, it. you know, is the kid eating on his own or, right? you know, like that kind of thing. Okay. Like, 
like do they because my about allergies or? Exactly. right okay. things like that yeah, yeah. like okay. basic care that you have okay. to but have it to but it's just a social worker interviewing the parent and the parent knows their child is being taken away or has been taken away mm-hmm. so what you get out of the parent could be totally yes. false mm-hmm. yeah yeah or mm-hmm. it's just very minimum they're, they're just not going to give you right. information just enough to keep right. them alive so yeah. you look at that and you're like okay i i could tell he was a boy you know right 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 <laughs> right right <laughs> Oh my gosh. So so you how long were you guys foster parents? We fostered Aiden like I said in 2012. 2000, no. Uh 2009. Oh, right, nine. Um it was Melanie. And until and then, last year. Yeah. Yeah. So technically so. we're still open, but that's up to debate. Okay. So, <laughs> so now that's a long story. I know you have become adoptive parents. Yes. So that process, yeah. how did that occur so what ends up happening is uh the legal process is we want to reunify Mm -hmm. and what ends up happening is the judge uh pulls everybody together the parents and the lawyers and the social workers and the cops and says okay what happened what's the situation yeah the foster parents aren't invited through this process um you just hope to hear about it from your social worker if you're lucky um and she says, okay, well, these are the requirements that have to happen. What, you know, what does the, the department, the social service department recommend? Okay, this is what ha- – and then she decides on her own. Okay, this is, these are the requirements that I'm going to need to see the parents do in order to qualify to get their kids back. Whether that's parent, parental class, okay. uh, parental, you know, supervised parental visits with social workers and experts. Drug tests. Drug tests, uh, oh, wow. psychology, you know, uh, you know, having to a go psych- see a psyche valve yeah. and, and going to see a, a psychiatrist regularly. It just really depends on the situation. Or maybe it's like, well, they're going to jail, so... I guess when you get out of jail, we'll figure it out then. Uh, um, well, even when they go to j- jail, then they go... they. Before they put them in foster care, they try to find family members. Mm-hmm. So that's who they go to first. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in Aiden's case... Um, there were no local fa- family members. N- well, there were, but none that the Wait. judge approved. Okay. Um, either, they for, had, they, either they had their own arrest issues or, or mm-hmm. law issues and stuff like that. So the judge, for whatever reason, deemed them unfit to, right. to, okay. to step in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so they do that, and then uh, the judge sets a date of like, okay, then we're going to meet back in 90 days and, and have a review. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of go through that process. You, you go through review. And and review. like the, 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 par- <laughs> the parent is supposed to meet comply, all, comply all and meet all the, all the, all the boxes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as they don't, then, you know, the case, if you will, starts mm-hmm. being made by the lawyers of like, well, uh, you know, we're a year and a half into this thing. They haven't done this. They haven't mm-hmm. done this. They haven't done this. When they meet with the kid, they don't like, you know, the kid doesn't, you know, whatever. Or right. they didn't take care of the kid when they yeah. were with them. Um, or they, or, or they, they did. This many. Or, or they've they've done all, everything. Let's reunify because mm-hmm. this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like but it the, could go. It, it, it's they're always they always want to reunify. That is, yeah. Like you have to go into foster care understanding that just because a kid's placed in your house doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that they're going to stay there. Yeah. yeah, they're like everybody up until the day you sign those adoption papers. At they the can court, be pulled at any time. At any, any point in time, they can reunify and just say. Okay. And the parents, I will tell you this. The birth parents have so, 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 so much um, 
I want to say privileges, um, chances mm-hmm. to to prove themselves okay. over okay. and over okay. and over. And it's very minimal that they have to prove themselves. Um, I will tell you, in Aiden's case, he he was abused first at six months old. He was removed from his mother, placed with his grandfather. His grandfather moved, so he was placed with back friend. with his yeah, mom and a friend. Back with his mom and a friend. Um, no, no, that's when the father came home from the military. So he was placed with his father. Anyway, he was he was placed about four or five times, and mm. he kept going back to his mother. Um, who continued to who abuse continued him, to neglect, abuse him, him. neglect him, mm. said she forgot how to be a mother to him, um, just just did horrible, horrible things to him. Um, and And the judge kept allowing it. And we did find a piece of paper one time in his diaper bag, which I'm not sure we were supposed to see, but it said that he he could not be abused anymore. And so she didn't ab- abuse him per se but she would threaten to kill him or she would i don't know she would just do Mm. horrible things Mm. um but the judge you know but we still had to fight for her to you're still trying to reunify this (laughs) you're still still trying trying to to give her an option yes and this child has been abused since six months old and you know who knows it could have been before that but that's when his bones were broken at six months old and it was a femur yeah. <laughs> um, that's a big bone. Yeah. That's one of the... Yeah. And, there's still and kinda, that's usually when it's a yeah. twisting. And yeah. they're still kind of rubbery at that age, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she had to really work to yeah. break that bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, from six months old until we got him at 16 months old, he was just placed from place to place to place. And mom got chance after chance after chance. We had him one month, almost to the day. And um, there was court. And we asked the social worker, what's going on in court? She said, nothing's going to happen today. Don't worry about it. It's just a review. We'll do our regular visit with his mom after court. Okay. Three o'clock, they called me up and they said he's going home. (laughs) Yeah. To his mom. To his mom. To his mom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. You told me. (laughs) And so they came and took him and that was that. And we didn't get to say, Ben didn't get to say goodbye to him. Um, we didn't have any of his stuff packed up. They just took him from us. We found out later that he, as soon as they took him, he started crying. And he cried for weeks. That He just cried. <laughs> and they didn't know how to stop him from crying. And he eventually just kind of shut down again. Mm-hmm. And um, I had told them, because we, we knew that it's, probable that he would come back in the system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i had told them if he ever comes back in the system you call us first and sure enough a month later exactly a month later we got a call hey aiden's back in the system would you want him and i was like are you kidding me i'm on my way (laughs) and he was 18 months at that point and um he didn't leave our home after that so wow yeah um, but it did take us over two years to adopt him. Um, he was three and a half when we adopted him. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all through that, those two years, then you're having weekly, sometimes visits. bi-weekly visits with each of the birth parents. Eight, and he had um, weekend visits with his dad. Mm-hmm. So his dad would pick him up on Saturday at 
ten and bring him back at three or whatever. Six, six, nine, yeah. whatever he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's so hard. It is because it's yeah. this back and forth of the kids. You yeah, know, that yeah, yeah. We're very structured. Mm-hmm, we're very, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this is when you eat mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm, take a nap mm-hmm. and, you know, and, yeah. and they weren't. They were just like, oh, we have our son back. We're going to play with him for straight for this whole time. And we're going to eat at McDonald's and he's going to have cookies and we're going to. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. And, yeah. yeah. So forgive yeah. me if you were going to ask this, but. So now, other than a great deal of patience, <laughs> what will wow. someone need to have if they want to go down this route? What What are some of the, the qualities? Requirements. That, yeah. Well, the the, the qualities, yeah. uh, patience for sure, mm-hmm. uh, a willingness to be very flexible mm-hmm. uh, and not tied to an outcome. Huge people skills. Mm. A lot of people skills. Because you have to be able to – we had to go to uh, – plethora of doctor's appointments for Aiden because um you know he he had chicken baby syndrome mm-hmm. um and he had PTSD mm-hmm. and attachment you know, disorder he, yeah and he had all the broken bones and stuff and you just on and on and on and on oh. and they the family still has a lot of say in it so mm-hmm. they can say um to the judge <laughs> they can say to the judge like I'm going to be at every single doctor's appointment. And the judge, okay. So, you know, the mom will make the appointment and tell me when it's going to be. And she always did it during his nap time. (laughs) Or she always did it when it was back-to-back with a visit. So she would, you know, get Get to see him longer. (laughs) Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to learn how to deal with this. Now, Aiden had to have surgery, eye surgery, Mm -hmm. um, when he was two, I guess. Um, and at that point I was mama to him. He called you mama and he Aww. called his birth mother. And now that was brought mom. up in court because the mom was very upset that he was calling me mama. And she said that I told him to say that. Now you clearly, she didn't know anything about children because children overgeneralize. Yeah. And every woman yes. is a mama. A caretaker. Yes. Yeah. 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 So anyway, the social worker did stand up for me and said, she is a foster mother, not a foster buddy. <laughs> right. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We have had, we've I'm been lucky. to the social worker. Yeah. We've been lucky to have some, some great social workers. But after he had his surgery, he would, he was, you know, he, he can't see now because yeah. he's had eye surgery. Oh he's in gosh. a lot of pain he's, and he's just, he's just crying. Yeah. Mama, mm-hmm. mama, yeah, mama. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, of course the birth mother was right there and I was there too, but the birth mother, you know, okay, mm-hmm. you take him, comfort. you take him, you mm-hmm. comfort him. Mm-hmm. And he was just pushing her away and calling mom. I said, is it okay if I try? And she said, okay. And so, uh, you know, I gave him his binky and I'm singing to him and rocking him and he falls right to sleep. And then I went hand him over <laughs> and then he would wake up and see her or feel her or smell her or whatever. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it yeah. is right back to mom, mm-hmm. mom, mom, mm-hmm. mom. Okay. Let me calm him down for you. <laughs> And so there's this competition, yeah. there's this rivalry, you know, bet- and, and I'm not trying to take over your job as a mother, but clearly you're uh, not up for yeah. the job. Yeah. And yeah. there's somebody that is willing to do what is necessary to nurture another human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ben and I, our philosophy through this all has been whatever in the best interest of the child. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, is this in the best interest that you 
calm the child. Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm, try. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not working. Okay, then let me try. Right, right. You know, but it, it just, for the family, it just became more of a, you're trying to take him away from me, and you're doing this, yeah. you're doing that. And I mean, there's a lot, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of so you do big have, feelings from, from the birth parent yeah. side. Yeah. And you have to look at it from their perspective and see, So you do have to have a lot of communication skills mm-hmm. and people skills to yes. be able to navigate through parents <laughs> and, and social workers and, social and workers. lawyers yeah, and judges. police yeah. and judges That's and <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts that you have to Therapist. juggle and there's a lot that is asked of you that they don't really give you the heads up on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right out of the gate mm-hmm. uh you know you're you're expected to be able to take them to doctor's appointments yeah uh you're expected to and provide transportation the you're amount ex- of doctor's appointments can be uh, like with Aiden, it was every day. It was literally for every the day. first wow. month. Yeah, because he had speech, he had uh, PT, he had OT. Well, it, it wasn't just that; it was just a lot of like brain, he had a neurologist, yeah. he had uh, bone doctor. So all that. who's paying for the medical bills though? The state or the county? The county okay. is the county. The county. Yeah, because the kid gets on MA right away. Okay, they're assigned okay. MA right Once away. They become a ward of the state. Aiden's yeah. case, mm. his parents were in the military, <laughs> and so that was one of the things that they asked was that Aiden stay on um, TriStar. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. and so that was a pain because half of his yeah, stuff was, was at Children's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. half of it was on but, base. And and we're not military. We're not military, <gasps> and they had no idea yes. how to, to deal with, with foster parents. Yeah, they, on didn't, base. they didn't know what to do with us. They were like, "Well, you're well, not." He in can the, come in the, ba- the child. But you have the passport. The passport, yeah. I guess, is yeah. The passport no. is valid. <laughs> so when the you child's start talking about the military, in there by himself. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, so, "Well, you yeah, can't so come on base." He's going to come yeah. in there by himself. Yeah, which is now, the argument we had the every day. <laughs> you had to get on base. The mother worked um, in the medical field on base, and so she could make the appointments. So even after the judge told her she could no longer see this child because she literally scared. The crap, the out, crap of out of Aiden. Literally, like he, he would defecate. Would, he would, his bowels would just fall and he would just oh. defecate when he saw her. Um, she would make the appointments. She would cancel the appointments and not tell us. She would make the appointments and then stalk us. <laughs> it was, yeah, so it was interesting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there, you have to have like kind of like thick skin too because you're yeah. going to go through a lot of, a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever recommend it for newlyweds. No. Mm. No. Absolutely We not. were blessed in the fact that we had so much time yeah. together married. Like, we got married when we were really young, so we had a whole decade, decade and a half almost, mm-hmm. of, of just being together yeah, and getting yeah. to know each other and working on our marriage before this level of stress kicks in. And they yeah. put some money in the bank. Right. Yeah. Well, and then spend yes. it all well, on spend IVF. All, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so like that—that's something to that I, I think people don't think about. They're yeah. like, well, you know, like you know, I'm in my 30s. I just got married. Let's do this. That's not maybe the best idea. But, but you. I think it's 21 is the minimum you have to be to be a foster fam- okay. foster parent. Okay. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can be single. You can be. Mm. Um, uh, gay Mm -hmm. you can be um it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't you know that part doesn't matter um Mm -hmm. they will not place an infant with you if you're older well i guess they will they just won't let you adopt oh okay um the same thing with any kind of adoption agency that's kind of why the time thing you know you start with infertility and 
they won't do infertility on you mm-hmm. after certain yeah. many years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they also won't let you adopt young right. kids uh, after yeah. a certain Because, you know, think about it. If, if yeah. we were to... I mean, Melanie, I'm going to be yeah. 60 when Melanie is finally old enough to get out of the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know? You've mentioned another child of yours, so Aiden is not your only child. Nope. Nope. No. So, well, well, we fostered two other kids. Um, in between there. Yeah. After we adopted Aiden, we fostered two more kids. Li- little Ben, who, who was in the, the body cast. Uh, that was interesting, he, too. They just kind of... Here's this kid with the cast, and you from have the waist to down. yeah, and you have to figure out how to diaper him and keep him clean. And he had a pelvic break. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. So that and then like on top of the that, worst. oh my god. Yeah, on top of that, he, he got a uh, uh, stomach flu, uh, <gasps> some kind oh of yeah. So oh. he was just. It was just coming everywhere. out of that port. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. Try to keep that I, out of the cast. I was like googling how to you know, keep it clean and how to take care of it. Cause they didn't tell us. They were just like, good luck. <laughs> oh my gosh. We only had him for 10 days. And then, um, uh, William was, and he was able to be, he was able to be reunited with a family member, with his which was great. Yeah. yeah. And his okay. grandmother yeah. thought of the moon stars of him. And like, that was, that was like, we were yeah. like, okay, oh, great. great. Uh-huh, this is fantastic. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. this is the other side of foster care. of like, some he's yeah. going to a loving, caring, safe place. Gotcha. He's gonna be okay. Wow! But he made he <laughs> he made such a impact on our family. Mm. He was only there ten days, but I still think of him, and mm. I yeah. Sometimes I wish that <laughs> we could have adopted him because wow. Aiden and him like hit it off, and it they, was yeah, it was beautiful. Well. Um, then we had William, and William was an infant, okay. and. Um, he had another foster mom, but he couldn't be immunized. So I was a stay-at-home mom, and so oh. I was like his nanny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of co-fostered uh, him. Okay. And he was reunited with his mother. She, he never should have been taken from his mother to mm. begin with. And she was Bethesda. So, you know, she was rich. And she had a good lawyer. Yeah. So she would, you know, it was just funny because you'd go to the visitation <laughs> house, <laughs> which is where it's like a central house. And, okay. You know, that the county owns. Yeah. And, and that's where you do your visits with your family. Wow. So here, you know, here would be Bethesda mom pulling up in her, you know. Mercedes. <laughs> with her designer clothes. And she would have two bags full of toys and food organic food and like <laughs> and you're like why and then she, <laughs> you're like you're like what, what happened what ha- right what happened? and then you you know sitting here waiting are these two women talking about how you know they're they've been on welfare for you know generation after generation and you know meth addicts and you're just like okay this just is not yeah it didn't add up it totally didn't add up that was a really weird case uh, there's a long story we'll tell you after yeah, yeah. Case, but, but it we, we were very very glad that, that he, he was reunited. reunited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was fantastic. Okay. So, and we still keep in touch with him. Okay. And, yeah. and that's what I was so, going to ask. Yeah. So if, some, if you wanted to, can mm. you? It depends on the relationship that you build with the parent. Okay. Because it's kind of up to you yep. and the parent. The social worker will tell you nothing afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I would call up and say, hey, can you just tell me how Aiden's doing? And they would be like, he's not your case anymore. So no, it's mm-hmm. none of your business. 
like, but I raised him for an entire month. Yeah. <laughs> so, but legally they're not allowed to. to do that. So that's something that we learned along the way so that when we had other children, uh-huh. we would start building that relationship with the with family. family. Some family member mm-hmm. to be able to talk to them and say, keep in touch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so what ended up happening was after after William left, we were like, I don't know if we want to do this anymore. Yeah. Aiden is a difficult kid to raise. He's got a lot going on. Okay. Um, attachment disorders are no joke. Yeah. They're it's very difficult to deal with. You're talking about basically kids who aren't who didn't learn how to bond mm-hmm, with their parents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and therefore they didn't learn to bond with humanity. Mm. And so there's just strange behaviors. They, um, there's no trust. There's no, they live in a constant fight, flight or freeze yeah. mode. Like they're in constant fear. They're in constant fear of being abandoned. They're in constant fear of being hurt. They're in constant fear of being starved. It all really depends upon what, what their backstory what, is. Right. When they were, how old they were, like Aiden's was so young that it was all um, nonverbal. So he couldn't tell you yeah. what Why was bothering was, him yeah. or, or what he was afraid of. Well, his speech was delayed too. And he was, yeah, from the brain injury and stuff. And so he's on, like, he would just become afraid. And he was having. And it was uh, always after visits. Yeah, or like we were, you'd have him out and, and he'd smell a cigarette and it would trigger yeah. him. Because his mom smoked. Uh, or you, you know, it, we have what you also have with a lot of these kids, what we call a traumaversary, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the time of year around yes. when their trauma occurred. Okay. Just their the body light. remembers. Yeah, they just remember and, they're, and they just like, you know, they get really depressed or they get really angry or they get really moody. So or, for like a month, you just have this angry child and no matter what you say or do, it's not right. Right. And you can't help them. It's yeah. just, they just want to, they have to be angry during that time because something happened, happened. And, and I need to fight to protect myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so one of, one of the, the worst things about Aiden's case before we get to Melanie was that he wouldn't sleep. He had night terrors. Yeah. Mm. And by night terrors, yeah. I mean, he didn't like wake up and go like, like, ah. No, it's screaming. Like, it was screaming. He would push himself murder. on his face across his crib mattress until he'd get to a corner. And then he'd keep pushing and he'd end up like in a headstand. And screaming if you touched the entire him, time. he, you know, he's lashing out and he's just, it's, like it makes it worse. Like you're trying to kill him. His eyes are wide open. Yeah. yeah. But he can't he look, respond. But he is not, he's not there. Awake. He's and then not he there. would have bruises around his eyes because he was just screaming and crying so hard. And then, of course, you know, he'd have a visit the next day with the parents and they'd see his bruised eyes and, you know. And then you got to justify what's happening. <laughs> but, you know, they're like, oh, do we need to have him removed from you? You know, they're making accusations. They're beating my kid. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, yeah, Aiden didn't sleep. And, and therefore, neither did we. And I, he would scream for two hours. Initially, he had a 45 minute sleep cycle. So if you could get him to sleep, he would sleep 45 minutes and then be up for two hours. Screaming probably. Every night, no breaks for months. Years. And we finally, we finally (laughs) got. We took him to a sleep study in Baltimore. Yeah. And we were like, either you give this kid drugs or you give us drugs. (laughs) Because Somebody needs I've to sleep in this house. I've got to sleep. Like I, I'm physically ill. Yeah. Yes. At this point. I, I yes. Like every day, I feel like throwing yes. up. I'm falling they, asleep yes. at work. Yes. It My is. neighbor had a. She just gave birth to a child, and she was complaining how tired she was. I was like, I don't want to hear it, mm. because <laughs> when that child is up, you can still sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're sitting yeah. in a car seat yeah. or or a yeah. swing yeah. or yeah. And you've done it for a week. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. Call hear me it. in six months, right, lady. Right. Right. <laughs> 
So we had to sleep train with Aiden and we had the, you know, we had to sleep in his bed with him because what was happening was that he would fall asleep with us rocking him or fall asleep, you know, with us in the room Mm -hmm. and then he would wake up and and we weren't there. there. Mm -hmm. And so adrenaline kicks in Mm -hmm. and all the fear kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. And so we literally would have to go to bed with him and lock ourselves in the room because even if we got up to go to the bathroom and he he woke up, up, screaming ensued, you would have a horrible night. Because you would have to start. <laughs> so, so we did that for a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so what did they one find at the sleep study? Oh, uh, that was you know, a year and a half. I, well, what did uh, they find out, or how I, long? I mean, you said you took them to the sleep. Yeah, you and that's that's study. what that's what they said to do. Oh, that's what they. That we was also had to track too. his sleep, so we mm-hmm. had okay. a chart, and we had to every time he woke up, we'd have to mark it uh, and then he fall asleep we'd have to mark it and so like even if it's three o'clock in the morning you're and you're so tired you're like, oh, i'll just do it in the morning and then you're like wait when did i do that <laughs> oh my word. it was awful it was so bad um, i've never been that tired in my life i was so t- honestly i was yeah. so tired i was hallucinating yeah most of the time yeah. you're very fortunate to come out of that okay i'm not well, I'm not. Okay. There's lo- there are there's lasting yeah, imp- yeah, health impacts yeah, on that. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. I, I just heard what like if you get anything anything less than six hours of sleep a night, you're legally drunk. Yeah, you have this is the same impact on your brain. Mm-hmm. And, and I was getting we were getting maybe two, th- yeah. three at the most hours of sleep for because here was days the other thing. Weeks on I end. would have to I would have to fall asleep with Aiden face to face, nose to nose. If I turned over at any time during the night. He didn't feel your breath? You mean like that type thing? Like if he could feel your yeah. breathing? Yeah. If he woke up and you were faced you away there, from him. Yeah. It was different. He mm-hmm. he took that as a rejection. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even, like, you, I had to sleep face to face to him. There was no turning over. There was no, you know, getting comfortable in bed. <laughs> you had yeah. to sleep. Ooh, Boom. And a lot of times you had to sleep holding his hand mm-hmm. or he would lay on top of you mm-hmm. and that's how he would sleep. And you're like, okay, if that's how you want to sleep, dude, that's how you should sleep. Yeah. It's not going to be a great sleep for me, but it is a sleep. sleep. Yeah. I will take it. So yeah. anyone who's considering this, you, you just got to be prepared for anything. You do. You don't. Yeah. You do. Now, Melanie anything. had different. Pro- so Melanie, let's see. She, we got the call in April of 2012. Sure. Yeah, I think it was. 12. So you legally adopted Aiden, Aiden yeah. when? Um, in November oh, of 2011. Okay. 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 Um. It it was uh, and we got the call in April saying you know there's this little girl and mm-hmm. she's in the hospital so we can't place her yet but they're going to take her feeding tube out and then you know she needs to be placed someplace so oh, can wow. we place her with you and I was like uh. <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute. Back up feeding. T- yeah. Okay, whoa. They okay. said they said no. She's not going to have a feeding tube when she comes home, but she has a feeding tube right now. Okay. And okay. so I was like, okay, well, okay. So I was like, is there any other medical stuff? And they were like, no. She's 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 little. She's little. Yeah, they just said she's little, and um, I think they told us she was Spanish and that she had other siblings, but yeah. we weren't getting the other siblings. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, then they called me up and they said, no, we took the feeding tube out and it needs to go back in. Like, she's not, she can't eat on her own. She was vomiting and stuff. Okay. 
And then I called like a week later and I was like, so how's this little girl doing? Can we go visit her at the hospital? Can we, you know, what can we do? How can we prepare for her? And they said, oh, she went with her grandpa. Okay, when were you going to tell me that? Mm. (laughs) So I said, okay. Literally, it was Aiden's birthday. He just turned five years old. And that day, it was like, happy birthday. Here's a sister. (laughs) Ta-da. She shows up at the door. (laughs) ever going to beat that present. Ever. No. <laughs> I could get her a, a pony. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> Here's your sister. She Eat was that. 22 months old. Um, she Her pancreas had ruptured. But the the mother did not take her to the doctor within 24 hours of it happening. And so it was healing by itself. And so, like, I guess her. once it starts healing by itself, you have to let it heal by itself. Um, and so she was in the hospital for 30 days. Um, while her pancreas was healing and other wounds and other wounds. Yes. Um, but she showed up, she was 22 months old and she was wearing 12 month clothing. So she was itty bitty. She had so much lice in her hair that they were just watch jumping it. off. Mm-hmm. You could just watch it just crawl. It was yeah. horrible. It was. And it took months to get out because she, um, her hair was so thin because she was so malnourished yeah. and, it, it, those little nits. Okay. Yeah. Dermatology is not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one rotation that I. Ooh, ooh. And this was my first. We never had. A girl. No, we never had nits. Oh, we never lice. had lice. Yeah. Yeah. None of us. Aiden, Ben, me, none of us. So I was like, what do I do with this? You know? And oh even the shampoo gosh. that you're supposed to use, like it's supposed to be for older kids. Like you're not supposed to use it on little kids. So. I asked the social worker. She's like, just use it. <laughs> so we would have to wash her hair like every single day. And I pick knits every single. It was awful. <laughs> and right? I thought I got them all. And then the doctor was like, no, 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 no. See, there's one right there. And Okay. <laughs> Luckily, it did not spread in the house. Yeah. How? I have, uh... I have no idea. I have no idea. But it did not spread through the house. <laughs> I think out of all the stories you've told me. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. It's lice. She's really? scratching Just the lice. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, home. I can open up people. I can cut open. I can but not lice. hold their not bowels in my hand. Oh, my. Good. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. So tell- she Wait, was the, the saddest little thing you know, they, I've And they told us that life. Aiden was the saddest thing. But this girl... She oh she was so indifferent, and you know we sat her down to feed her because we had no idea when was the last time she mm-hmm. ate or anything. Because it looked like she hadn't. And she just picked. She didn't really eat, and we said, "Okay, well." Or she would she just put stuff in her mouth and chew, chew it up, chew, and, and then, then spit, just spit it out. It out. And, and she didn't know how to eat. Like, yeah, she but we didn't know no that at idea. the time. We just thought, "Well, she's not hungry." And no, she didn't know how to eat. So then we were like, all right, well, maybe she's tired. I mean, she's had a big day. Mm -hmm. This is kind of crazy. Let's put her in the crib upstairs. We had a, we had a, we had a a a pack pack and play play upstairs. upstairs. I'm like, we'll put her in there and and let her sleep. Like maybe she's just really tired. We put her and she screamed bloody murder. Like somebody was trying to kill her. 11 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock at night. And this was if you were holding her or not. And you we were, were like, what happened to this little well, girl? Well, you were at work because it was during one of those telethon things. Mm. And so he was gone for all hours. And I was just, you know, I'm dealing with my son who doesn't sleep. And now this daughter doesn't sleep. And I'm like, so your mother would come over and try to help me. Mm. And she couldn't do it. She was like, this, I, no, you're on your own. 
Mm. So one day I was trying to put Aiden down and he had just gotten beanbag chairs, these beanbag chairs. And, um, I just put her in the beanbag chair and I was reading Aiden's story and trying to get him to sleep so I could deal with her. And she fell asleep on the beanbag chair. Mm. And I said, Oh, I'm just leaving her there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So for the next I don't know, year, year and a half. She slept in a beanbag bag chair. Okay. Mm-hmm. We and had they, to get special permission from the county. And the doctor. From the doctor and say that that was okay. Because legally, you have to provide a bed. Yeah. As a foster oh. parent, you have to give them a bed to sleep in. You can't just, like, have a bunch of kids over to your yeah. house yeah. and just, just throw them just on the curious. floor. Would a pull-out couch count? No. No. It's got to be a bed no. proper. Oh. It can't even be a blow-up mattress because in yeah. we were switching Aiden's crib to a big boy bed and we had a blow-up mattress yeah. in the meantime, and we got in trouble for that. They were like, he can't be on that blow-up mattress. So, I was like, the bed's being delivered tomorrow. Like, come on. So Give us a little in good times. They couldn't even. Oh, no. Mm-mm. And no, no bunk that beds. Yeah, you no cannot bunk have bunk beds. Yeah. yeah. They have to have each a bed I of guess, their own. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. So you said you saw something where someone had 20-something children. Yes. With all these restrictions. Yeah. I, you know, not every state. Could it be a different state? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And a lot, a lot in of those Maryland, places, like, Montgomery like County. they'll build, like, yeah. they'll build, like, special. And you can put multiple kids in rooms. Like, you can put two or three kids in a room, and so they'll get, as like, an eight room, or nine bedroom house. everybody has their own bed. Mm. Yeah, and everybody has their own bed. They can't bed. even share a bed. Like, yeah. a, you know, if you oh, have. You can't have a double and put two, two kids, kids in, in it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. No. So, oh, my God. So, yeah, she was just. Well, we found out later that mom never put her in a crib. Right. And the crib they did have, she ended up getting tied underneath of it. So she was terrified of this crib. So, you know, things that maybe you could have told us before we tried putting her in a crib and yeah. terrifying her even more. So she slept from eight, from 22 months on, she slept in a bean, a, bag. Ba- a bean bag and then a bed. And then, you know, they tried to tell us we had to put her in a crib. And I was like, she's it's not, not going in a crib. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And that, and then the, during that phase of that case, we did not have a great social worker, oh. which made it really difficult. Um, when you don't have a great, when you have a social worker that you're not connecting yeah. with, yeah. the communication kind of stops flowing, mm-hmm. and you really need to have good communication because the social worker is the one who knows everything. everything. She knows what's happening with the judge. She knows what's happening with the parents. She knows what's happening with you and but the kids. But this particular the social worker was very controlling she Mm -hmm. wanted to have control of everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she you know don't ask me a question i'll tell you Mm -hmm. you know if you need to know i will tell Tell you you. yeah kind of an idea and like we had learned through the you know the couple of social workers we'd already had that having that great relationship Mm -hmm. really does help like whether it's a reunification or whether or not it's it's an adoption it just helps to be it just helps like so you kind of can keep your level of expectation like mm-hmm. you're just not walking on eggshells or or you find out things like oh she was tortured and and tied up underneath right. a, a bit like that would have been really helpful, helpful to know but we, we weren't told and and what about a month into it is when you figured out that she had been sexually abused as well well i had uh, uh i had thought it okay. at first because okay. i would change her diaper and I saw tears, and I thought, well, maybe she's just constipated. But then the way she would, you would change her diaper, and she would just disassociate. And she would just flop her legs open and just, just go, limp. go limp. And just Whoa. get dead, just dead eyes. And I was like, I don't so remember like she's Aiden. removing herself yes. from that situation. And I was like, I don't remember Aiden doing this. And I've been a nanny, and I've raised six boys, and I don't remember any of them doing it. And I was like, maybe it's just a girl-boy thing. I 
And then um, we got a call. And we reported it. We told him. We told our social worker what we. Well, had. I had even asked the doctor, like, mm. you know, was there sexual abuse here? And they were like, no, 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 no. And um, so we ended up having to take her to Shady Grove, and they had a forensic nurse up there who okay. did an exam on her and said, um, yes, she had three anal tears. Um, and I said, but you know. Could that be from constipation? Because she has been constipated. And she said, you know how, like, forensic scientists can see if a, a window is being mm-hmm. broke from the inside, inside or, or the outside? outside? Yeah. He, she yeah. said the same thing. She's mm-hmm. like, this is a tear that mm-hmm. was, something was pushed mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and that, that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when we were there, too, the other sisters were leaving. And it ended up that pretty much all there was there was eight children in all um one family in the family at that time there's now 10 um the youngest was not abused because it was his child um melanie was the second youngest and she was the most physically abused she literally had been raped and tortured um thrown up against the wall um i mean just horrible things when she came to us she had ligature marks on her wrists and ankles because he would tie her up with weights on her and put her under the crib. Or in a closet. Or, yeah, lock her in a closet for days and not feed her. And, you know, the siblings would come and, like, sneak food to her. Um, yeah, he tried to drown her in an ice-cold bath. And, and again, at the time when she comes to your door. No, you we don't, don't know any of no, this. None of this. None none of this. Like, of we, this. it took us a long time to get these kind of details. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, yeah. Nobody was forthcoming about it. And so... You're saying all of these type of details usually come from a social worker that has kind of a good communication with you or it, it, yes. or feels like, okay, I need to divulge this to this, this um, family or it's really up to them. They're the gatekeeper. They're the yep. gatekeeper of yep. the it's information. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they have They're legal they have legal things that they have to be very careful yeah. to mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. what they can tell us because HIPAA laws and stuff right, like that about right. what they can say and what they can't say about the birth parents and stuff like that because they have legal rights too so they it, it's very complicated and, and you kind of have to walk on eggshells a little bit and just understand like well you got to read between the lines and yeah. they'll say something and kind of In you front. know <laughs> like, ah, okay. gotcha yeah gotcha. Okay. And, and in this case there was two other foster families and so we would get together and kind of piece all the information together. Okay. Um, oh, I heard this. Oh, I heard this. Yeah. And I heard that. Okay. okay well, then let this. this so it seems to be the whole thing. Was and then on. her mom went to the media and tried to get the media to feel sorry for her. Um, and so that was, you know, the whole story was in the media for a while. Um, yeah. I mean, they kept names out, but, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a national news story for a week Yeah, or and when she couldn't get. When the judge told her to cease and desist with the media, she went to the Spanish media because she thought that the judge wouldn't know that she was going to the Spanish it's crowd. <laughs> Which backfired on her. <laughs> they did find out about it. Yeah, and MS-13 was involved. Because she it, was a gang member. and Yeah. Yeah. So, so then there was a criminal case, obviously, uh, and with the criminal case, you're not involved at all. Although I think we were, we did have a lawyer come and interview us. And no, talk to I us. went. I went to right, and then you I went, went to Rockville and, yeah. and interviewed with the state lawyer mm-hmm. um, against the mom because um, and and the and the perpetrator. No, he was already in jail. I didn't. Have oh, that's right. He cop. That's right. He copped a plea. That's yeah. right. Oh, okay. 
Um, so during this whole time, are you saying to yourselves, okay, if we have the opportunity, we're going to adopt her? No. no. Ah. Aiden, yes. Okay. With Melanie. You were just going to provide a safe yes. haven yeah. for her for the, as long as she needed yes. it. Yeah. And there were actually days in there that we were like, I don't know if we can deal with both of these kids. Because, you know, she was coming from this big family and siblings weren't safe. Um, And Aiden was coming from, like, he only had, you know... It was him. He was uh-huh, an only child. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so he didn't know how to deal with a sibling. And uh-huh. she was like, you're not safe. Get away from me. So, oh you know, we would beg the social workers. We would beg therapists. Can you please help us teach these kids how to be brother and, and sister. sister? And they were like, no, basically you're on your own. So, you know, I always joked that I was getting a PhD in Aiden because whenever he was asleep, I was studying yeah, I was I was yeah, researching. Yeah. I was how do I help this child? You know, where do I go? How, what do I do? Like, he was the hardest kid. I mean, I said I raised six boys as a nanny, and I was just like, well, this child is not right. But mm. I didn't know. I had no idea what his history was. Or uh, at that point, we didn't know he had a TBI, um, or traumatic brain injury. Mm. Um, so I was getting my P. My my PhD in Aiden. But here's where where I shine and where I make yes. up for myself. Okay, okay. I would get so mad at him. Here because Jenny had like, she has all this amazing education. She has all this amazing experience about kids. And she would be like, this is how it's supposed to be done. And it would never work. And then I'd come home from work and I'd be like, well, just why don't you just, just give him that? And he'd be like, okay, I'm so happy now. <laughs> and Jenny would be know, so like, oh. furious. She's like, why does that work? What made you think of that? I was like... That shouldn't uh, work, honey. That should backfire. Should it? <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah. oh, I was like, on it. Yeah. yeah. And see, Aiden was, when he first came to us, too, he was scared of me because oh. I was a mother figure. And his mother was the one who had done most of the abuse yeah. to him. Yeah. And so he was scared of me. And so he would call Ben, Mama. And Ben would be like, not the Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, mama, Mama. Not your Mama. Knock <laughs> it off. Oh, my God. And it took, it took weeks. For him to finally let me hold him, touch Mm -hmm. him, Mm -hmm. um, enjoy rocking with him. And it was the same with Melanie, too, where she really only wanted to be with me. But once we figured out that there was sexual abuse, we realized, oh, Uh, there's something else going on here. And she would. She, She would flirt with him. If she Gently wanted something, she yeah, cheek, yeah. rub my shoulder back. Yeah, she she had been groomed, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. she started masturbating, and um, and this is less than she wasn't even two yet. No, no, um, but she, you know, Ben would go to lay down with her for her to fall asleep, and she would lay there and masturbate. And I could hear her breath changing. Mm. And I was like, what is she doing? Because I'd be out here. I was like, what is she doing? I go in there and she's masturbating. And I was like, Ben, wake up and get out of there. <laughs> like, I'm finally getting some sleep. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But it got to the point where she, oh. like, we were at the spray ground in Silver Spring one day. This, the, the little mm-hmm. the spray. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, she's in her stroller. I'm pushing her along. And she's out in the middle of public just masturbating. And she would do it until she bled. Yeah. 
I would put her in the car here. I would get down a block down the street, and she had made herself bleed. So we had to put things mm-hmm. in place where she couldn't touch herself. Mm-hmm. We had to break that habit from her. So she always had to wear bike shorts. She she mm. had to wear pajamas um, with a Backwards. zipper. We'd have to put a zipper, but we'd have to put it in the back. She would unzip it, and then, um, and it was funny because when we went to court, there, you know, the lawyer was like, "Well, how do you know she was masturbating?" Dude, are you on. are you serious? serious. <laughs> Dude. So like, what do you think she's work? doing? Like, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, even the breath would change, yeah. and her eyes would change. Yeah. It's not like she was just itchy. Kids explore anyway, but well, right. yes. not to, right. you know, to the right. extent right. of making exactly. herself bleed or exactly. yeah. yeah, doing it in public. Um, yeah, and we had a, we had a really uh, we had a scary situation where you took her to a doctor down in she also Childress. became very constipated because mm. because she had had yeah. she had been yeah. Yeah. raped yeah so she, she was didn't hold, right she yeah. wasn't evacuating yeah. mm. and so she would just hold, hold it hold it, it mm-hmm. hold it hold it mm-hmm. um and we had like the doctor i'd put us on you know so just cleaned her all out yeah. cleaned her all out mm-hmm. but she still would hold it so i had to take her down to you know the doctor to get whatever follow-up done yeah. mm-hmm. and she um she had to go to the bathroom. She literally stayed in that bathroom for two hours because she was so constipated and was just screaming bloody murder. And the nurse brought me gloves, uh, Vaseline, <laughs> and wanted me to go to town and like no, get up there and pull it out. And I was like, I'm no. sorry. No, I cannot do, that. do that. No. And um, I was finally able to, you know, get out what I could, that was already, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, she she had pushed so hard to try to get this out. She had, that anyway, that they suspected that she had been sexually abused again. Okay. So we were accused yeah, of uh... sexual abusing her. So luckily we had a different social worker at that time who believed in us and trusted mm-hmm. us. And she said... You know, you can keep her tonight. Just take her to. We had to go to um, trauma unit mm-hmm. anyway, and have a trauma nurse mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. see if she had been sexually abused. And they were like, "No, she has not been sexually abused." Um, but that, yeah, was, but that scary. was scary. That was very super scary. scary. It's not a phone call. Like I was at work and I got that phone call, and that r- from who? From Jenny. Yeah. Okay. Of like, hey, they they, they think she's yeah. been sexually abused again. Is there any chance? And you're like, no. Not yeah. Me. You know, and that really made uh, me mad, too, that you, they made me second guess him. Exactly. Mm. And Almost I like was they put so, you in separate yes, interrogation. Yes. Yes. Like yes. Yeah. And I was so angry because I know he would never do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they made me second guess him. And I had to have that conversation with him. And I told him, like, you're not allowed to change her diaper. You're not allowed to put medicine on her. You're not, you know. But then that puts a lot of pressure on me because now if I'm in the kitchen making dinner, I've got to stop and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know. And that also puts a lot of pressure on your relationship, too. Yeah. That's just a whole nother dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I just want to say one thing at this point. I had the pleasure of being there at the adoption ceremony. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, I was there working. 
But if I knew half of this, there's no uh, way I'd be able to function. I'm just letting y'all know that. Yeah. <laughs> this is, oh my, it, it was enough to it begin was enough. with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when man, for one, mm. I just thought that was the most beautiful idea that you guys had for mm. Wendell to come and document and make that such a special occasion. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was like, oh my gosh, these people are just wonderful. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. But yeah, if you had known the backstory, yeah, knowing him, he, <laughs> he wouldn't have been able to hold the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so how many children do you have? Two. We, yes, we have adopted yeah, the children now. Yeah. Yep, and they are, um, they're how old? Do you mind telling us um, their No, uh, Aiden is 10. He turned 10 in May and Melanie will be seven in August. Wow. So, Ten and seven. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And now, are you still in the foster care side of, of things? As we well, took or? a break after Melanie because yeah. a we don't have the space for okay. another child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Technically, we could have an infant upstairs if mm-hmm. if they allowed it, um, but neither one of our children are going to share a room. They're just not. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, both of our kids have enough issues yeah. mm-hmm. in and of themselves yeah. mm-hmm. that bringing in a additional person into this house wouldn't be good for either one of them. I mean, really honest, if if, we're being completely honest, ideally they should both be single Single. kids, Mm. ultimately. But have you seen where them being brother and sister has kind of like where you think it... Yes. Recently, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, they do... it's been a benefit. I didn't get to finish. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's actually been... Mm -hmm. They they do share a similar story, Mm -hmm. sort of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, they've, you know, Aiden, when he was younger, he would cry because he missed his birth mother Mm -hmm. even though she scared him even though you know there's just and i and i would say to him you know honey you grew up in her Mm -hmm. inside her Mm -hmm. for in his case it was seven months but you know Mm -hmm. of course you're gonna have a bond with your mother and melanie would just hold his hand they'd be Mm -hmm. in the back seat and he she would just hold his hand Mm -hmm. and he would calm down um so there's been like some camaraderie. There's, mm-hmm, you know, they've mm-hmm. both been through hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so they both. But then on the other hand, we have conversations with the kids like, Mom, when did Granny break your leg? Because both of them have broken legs. And so they just assume that everybody's mom breaks their leg. You know, like your Are mom you cuts your toenails and my mom serious? cut my toenails. And so everybody's mom cuts toenails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would say, you know, I would, I would just have to say, Okay, honey, Granny never broke my leg. That's not what's supposed to happen. <laughs> because even little little Ben, who came to us with the cast yeah. on his leg, you know, he had a broken leg too. And so, so there's just some things, you know. Melanie gets confused by Aiden's story and her story. Mm. So, like, t- even today, she was mad because her perpetrator's in jail for 50-some years. And Aiden's parents have been in and out of the brink. And... It's not fair that they've been in and out, and now we, no. you know, communicate with his dad, and we hang out with his dad, and my dad, or who she thinks is her dad, mm-hmm. is in jail, and I don't get to visit him, so mm-hmm. that's not fair. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, you know, here you are trying to explain to a six-year-old the difference between abuse, his abuse, your abuse. <laughs> So I have one last question. The um, I know they'll get medical assistance, mm-hmm. but like therapy, will the county and stuff pay for that type of thing? If or? it's covered by MA, sorta. 
Okay. We kept our kids on MA because um, we couldn't have afforded it otherwise. Yeah, they had so many yeah, medical yeah, yeah, yeah. issues and stuff, and um, they they can get most of the therapy done through Children's. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. there's a huge wait list. Yeah. So Aiden was on a wait list to have physical therapy for I don't know eight months. Mm-hmm. And then we were placed with Melanie, and the judge ordered her physical therapy right away. So I was taking Melanie to physical therapy, and I said to the physical therapist one day, man, I wish you had a family deal, because my son really needs it too. And she was able to kind of move it along because family, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, no, I can't get him in, like, speech um, we got him in, and, you know, they only went so far, and they were like, okay. We're done. Yeah. And he still needs speech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, the physical therapy has stopped altogether. Um, and he still needs it. Uh, occupational therapy, he does at school. Okay. okay. Um, but he goes to a special ed school. Yeah. And the county pays for that. We had to go and do the whole IEP yeah, thing yeah. For, through the county, which is an individu- individualized education program because mm-hmm. it's special needs. And you have to prove to the county that, you know, these are the needs that the kids have and you have to document it and they have to document yeah. it. And that's a whole process. And then, you know, because they want to place them within the county. Like they're like, we have county schools. And then you have to kind of like, all right, well, but is it really in his best interest mm-hmm. to go to the school? Mm-hmm. And we went round and round with them with both kids and finally uh, got them both placed Aiden is in uh, outside of the county. He's uh, going to a private school. Okay. Uh, and then Melanie is going to a special ed school within the county. Okay. She's in an ED okay. program. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um, wow. I think part of, it, part of the sad part for me is that we advocate for these children so hard. Mm-hmm. And um, we try everything possible <laughs> to get what they need. Mm-hmm. And then you see parents who just have no idea and mm-hmm. they don't prepare their kid. You know, clearly there's something wrong with your child, but you you wait until they're in right. first, second grade mm-hmm. before you mm-hmm. even start an mm-hmm. IEP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing that with Melanie's camp right now, too, is, mm-hmm. you know, there's just everybody. What's wrong with her? She's She's fine. Like, why is she in special camp or whatever? And it's... Um, because she needs it. Needs it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And there's right, a right, lot right, of kids right, who right, need right, it. Right. And they're exactly. just not being helped. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Guys, this has been a wonderful conversation. And I could sit here and we could continue this all night long. <laughs> um, but I know, you know, you guys got to get your rest and get up. And we all have to get ourselves moving. But... I just, um, in in wrapping up our conversation and putting it all together, we usually leave a tip of the day okay, for our community. We usually say, you know, either it's something that we're talking about now or it could be some advice, just anything that's on your heart. Um, What tip of the day or what nugget would you leave for... Someone who's realizing, couple or single or, you know, whomever, is realizing, hey, I believe I have a child that's being born in my heart. And I really believe that this is, this is my calling. This is the path where I'm supposed to. What, what nugget would you give for them? 
Um, I guess I'm going to have to go the easy way out and just say self-care. Mm. Um, it's something that I'm still struggling with because it sounds so easy. Mm-hmm. It sounds so easy to just, you know, well, go get a manicure for yourself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I've got to do it while the kid's at school and hope that I don't get a phone call from school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point, like, I had to quit my job for Aiden. So financially, even, we struggle because... We put our kids first. Mm-hmm. Um, we just decided today that we have to pull Melanie from camp. Um, so that's going to, I ha- have been walking dogs to make money to because it's flexible mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I can do it around the kids' schedule. Um, but now that's going to, you know, I'm going to have to, that, yeah. yeah, because I have to, Melanie's not going to be at camp. So, um, so just taking care of yourself is something that is I struggle with. And when you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that, but it's just hard for me because at the end of the day, I just want to put my feet up. I just want to watch some TV. Mm-hmm. I just want to zone, you know, and that's not necessarily the best thing for me, you mm-hmm. know, because I've mm-hmm. isolated my, I, I find myself isolating myself from uh, society. Um, yeah, and it's just yeah. easier to be with myself than uh-huh, it is to, uh-huh. you know, um, so I think self-care and also just accepting, um, accepting the kids where they are. Um, Aiden in particular, he, you know, he's always, he's always delayed because of his brain tra- uh, traumatic brain injuries. So, you know, he's 10 right now, but, mm-hmm. but sometimes he acts six mm-hmm. and sometimes he acts three. Mm-hmm. And you just have to accept him for where he is and treat him like a three-year-old at those times. And that's really hard, especially in public. Mm. Because, you know, he looks bigger. Mm-hmm. People think he's bigger and older. And they're like, what are you doing? What? I always got success. I carried him everywhere to bond with him. And people would always say, he's too big to carry. Put him down. <laughs> so you got a lot of judgment yes. and a lot of, yeah. And trying to explain to him, you know, and you don't want to go into the whole thing. And they would right. say, is he autistic? And I'd be like, sure, he's autistic if that's. Right, right. If that's mm-hmm. the easiest thing to wrap yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, you know, those two things um, I struggle with mm-hmm. and I'm coming to terms with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish somebody had or still will tell me <laughs> how to do those two mm-hmm. things. So... Yeah, I think that I think for me, like the the one thing I would say is like, you have to be willing to live an unconventional lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. You hmm. know, neither one of us have nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us like make money in a traditional way. Neither one of us live a tra- not. This house is a non traditional house in every way imaginable. From like. Like how, the schools we go to, the yeah. the, the conversations yeah. that we have at the dinner table, the the you know the things that we do for entertainment, like <laughs> the idea of going out in public is is horrifying. Hey, with, everybody's with at the beach. We're not going to the beach, mm. guys. Oh, <laughs> is, is that where is that where everybody's going? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Like four of you on yeah. a movie yeah. on a Saturday night. Is as about as good as it yes. gets. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's the best thing for everybody. Yeah. Everybody just everybody does. in this house has PTSD now. So it you know Whoa. going to a crowded place yes. is just like it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to be willing to make some big changes. Uh, and not in saying that you necessarily have to, because there's plenty of people who have fostered and mm-hmm. have not had 
the same experience that that we have. But had. our mantra has always been, "What's ever in the best interest of the child." And that's right. and and with these two kids, that's that's what we got, and that's where our life has been. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. You know that we were talking about this last night, actually. Of like, yeah, our life could have been really different if we had decided not to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Right, you know, like right. we were. We were on the fast track and things were going really well financially at that point in time and things were looking really good and and that all came to a grinding halt and like really took a, a sharp 90 hmm. degree turn and I've never regretted it. Yeah. I've never regretted it. Like, these kids have changed my life for, mm-hmm. for the good. I do have to say, like you were saying that they were born in your heart. Mm-hmm. Ben and I sat down one day and we were like, if we could pick a child, any child, what would he look like? What would it look like? And, and what would his personality be like? Right. You know? And we laid it down. You know, I want this kind of child and I want this and this and this and this and this. It was exactly Aiden. Mm-mm. I mean. And there were some extra things that came along with that There were some extra things, package. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Aiden. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I do tell him all the time, you know, that I prayed for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought God was going to give me my own child and. You mm. needed somebody. I needed somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he knows that. And it's funny because all the na- all the nannying I did, they were all boys. And one day I was on a walk and I said, you know what? If we're going to get another foster kid, God's going to have a sense of humor and give us a girl. Because I don't know what to do with a girl. Sure enough. Here, like the next is. week we got a call for a girl. Yep. And I was like, okay, this is not funny. <laughs> I had no like, idea no, how to dress to her. Hear that. She was like, <laughs> exactly. it was a whisper, God. Yeah. You weren't supposed yeah. to that hear that. That was an inside that. thought. Right. Somewhere in the Bible that talks about the whispers of your heart. Yeah, yeah, but I, you weren't yeah. supposed to hear that whisper. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Trust me. That, that was rough. That's been a rough one. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't even know how to dress her. Honest to God. Yeah. I had no And she doesn't play with dolls. She doesn't. She... In her mind, um, being a girl makes you weak. And so when she was young, she wanted to be a boy. Mm. She wanted to do everything Aiden did. She wanted to wear his clothes. She wanted to be a superpowers, you know. And if you gave her anything girly, mm-mm. Now, since then, she's, you know, glitter mm-hmm, and pink mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it took, gate, her, rough, yeah. it took her years to get oh, to wow. that point. So it's been, it's been a road. It's been a, Oh my goodness. Interesting trip. So <laughs> my last thing is, when are you all writing your book? <laughs> We've say. talked about it. We've talked about uh, it. Speaking to the recorder a little bit every day. Before <laughs> you know, I, I did goodness. start a Aiden story and it was so incredibly hard mm-hmm. to write because you have to yeah. relive yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. And, um, it, he gave me secondary trauma um, mm. just because he was the hardest kid yeah. mm-hmm. um, that I ever, ever had to deal with. Um, not just physically, like he would punch me and hit me and, uh, you know, not, n- not just that, but just everything, yeah. everything. And um, just interaction. Yeah. Like he didn't, when I would rock him, he would only want to face out. He didn't, he didn't want to have eye contact. That was too much for him. Um, I would, I would rock him. I would stand and rock him and he'd be okay for about 30 seconds. And then it was flailing everywhere. And I'd say, Aiden, do you want me to rock you? And he'd say, yes. (laughs) 
I said, then you're going to have to control your body because I can't do this when you're all mm-hmm. over the place. But even that took months because he didn't understand anything that was coming out of your mouth mm-hmm. when he came to us. Um, and we even had a friend come over and talk to him in Spanish because we thought maybe he mm-hmm. understood Spanish. No, she mm-hmm. was like, no, he doesn't understand anything. So we taught him sign language and... Um, he really opened up with sign language mm. and he caught on to that quickly and then he was taken from us. And when he came mm. back, he refused to use that sign language oh, because I guess he thought he it would make happen him again. Go yeah. Away. Yeah. Cause he wouldn't, he wouldn't eat his favorite foods. He wouldn't play with his favorite toys he, after that. Yeah. So. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm. Like I said, you guys have to, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to lay it right there on this nice little table. The problem is that the story's not done, That's is, the, is the problem. Yeah. I think about writing the story, and I'm like, it's not done. Like, we're still well, you, you right in the, the middle first, of yeah. it. Write the, first the other thing I always think of when I'm writing it is, like, the birth parents. Yeah. And you have yeah. other people. I want to do yeah. service yeah. to yeah, them, yeah. too. I don't, but I mean, yeah. when I say your story, just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this side. There's va- yeah. there's yeah. value in yeah. in our experience for yeah. other people for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's kind of where we we are now, where we're just like, okay, like we may not be able to have any more placements for right now, mm-hmm. but our story and our experience can help. Yeah, other people absolutely, right now, absolutely, so. absolutely. And I am not trying to have babies anymore. Thank God. <laughs> Definitely not 25. <laughs> Crazy. It's funny because the doctors will say to me, oh, yeah, people have your age. They have babies all the time. I'm like, uh-uh, not in this body. Nope. Not in this <laughs> house or not. There's no business having a baby right now. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Like, we're good. Hey. We're good. We're good. Well, House Call Community, I know you're going to go back and listen to this one and take your notes, you know, just listen absorb you know if you have questions jot them down i'm sure we're gonna have you guys back in the community okay. to sit down with sure. us and do some follow-up i mean this was just this is just a wonderful conversation yeah. and experience tonight and i thank you guys for being so transparent oh thank you. Yeah. thank you i thought i do wow wow and so guys till next time we will see you guys here in the community bye now <laughs>